Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You got your great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. One of the things I enjoy about doing this podcast is when I'm studying and I'm preparing for a show and I read scripture that I've read multiple times in the past, but God shows me something different. And what I mean by that is just for example, John three sixteen, very familiar scripture. We can all quote it. We've, we've grown up knowing it, but each and every time I've read that scripture, God has shown me something different. And that's because the word of God is ever living and it's just, it helps us grow. And so I did episodes in the past talking about Jesus and the living water and Jesus and the the Good Samaritan. But today there's something different that I want to share. Something I believe is very important today to, to know and to be able to hear and to apply to our life. So we know Jesus uses that phrase, the living water, twice in the Bible. First is found in John, John chapter 4. This is where Jesus is tired. He goes to the well. And he has that interaction with a Samaritan woman who is quite shocked that Jesus asked her for a drink because he's a Jew and she's a Samaritan and there was a hatred between them. All right. But she had no idea who Jesus was and what he was asking her for when he asked her for some water. Jesus ignores the question and gets right to the point and when he says if you knew the gift of God and who was asked you for a drink that you would ask him and he would give you the living water John 4:10 notice that he does not say he's the living water but that he would give living water to her and when she received it she would never thirst again but of course that doesn't tell us what the living water is For that, we must go to another passage of the scripture. In this case, when Jesus is at the temple surrounded by the the worshipers, he suddenly cries out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, for uh, from the innermost being, well rivers flow of living water. John 7, 37 through 39. Okay, He talks about he is the living waters. So in those two incidences right there, okay, we can see that um, Jesus is trying to explain to the Samaritan woman that he is the living water. He doesn't say it, but he is the living water. And I've said it multiple times on different episodes that we need that water in our life. We need to be able to have that living water flowing inside of us. One of the episodes where I talk about the living water, I also talk about how it bubbles up. It's like a spring and it ever flows because there are times in our life as believers, as followers in Christ, that um, the water may get stagnated because things outside of our normal existence, whether it be you know the political climate or environmental or, or things around us, that sometimes draws us away from God, draws us away from the word. And I believe that 
the the water, the the springs that are bubbling up, I think sometimes becomes dormant and non-existent, and that becomes stagnated. And we're all familiar with stagnated water. We've we've smelt it and seen it in the past where it has some scum built up on top and it has a stench about it, an odor, and it's just not pleasant to be around. And I believe that happens to us um, more today than ever because of our surroundings. Um, Turn on your television, turn on your social media or your radio and just listen to all the negativity that's that's happening in the world. And I believe that draws us away from walking with the Lord. And by doing that, I believe that that gets our water stagnated. But see, if we want that water to keep flowing, we have to be ever in the presence of the Lord. And we need to be able to read the scriptures and be able to, to follow the Lord. And and to do his will and do everything that we can to to get the hedge protection around us, especially in the environment that we're in today. Um, like I said, with the with the Samaritan woman, it was it was interesting because when Jesus he calls her out, okay? He calls her out because there's a there's a part in the scriptures where, you know, he tells her to go get her husband, and she says, I have no husband. And he says, You're right, you have no husband. And the five others that you've been with, are, you know, they, they're divorced. You're, those were your husbands, and the man you're with today is not your husband. So he calls her out, which I believe really shocked her, but calls her out and says, you know what, here, here, here's the truth. And he's trying to explain that by accepting him, you're never going to thirst again. And that's the water that we're all seeking for because I'm a firm believer in today's time, just like it probably was several years ago, we're constantly looking for something to quench our thirst. We can never find that. All right. We're always physically and spiritually thirsty if we're not walking with the Lord and having the living water bubble up inside of us. And see, when when Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit as living water and he's and he's telling them. He's telling them how it can bubble up and how it can just give life and that it can just glorify him. And see, that's, again, something I believe in. I believe that, you know, we have to we have to have the Holy Spirit with us because that's what's going to help guide us. That is our our compass, in a sense, and it helps move us and shape us and take us from different points in our life. And we interact with different people. But by doing that, we can also let our light shine that we have for Jesus in front of others. Um, Something is very important, and I'm not trying to digress, but I'm trying to uh, bring a couple of different trains of thoughts in, and and I'm hoping that the Lord will tie it all together where it makes sense. But besides being thirsty, looking for something that's not going to quench our thirst unless it is of the Lord— it's hard today to also be a light in the amount of darkness that's around us. Um, like right now, here we are, we're getting ready for midterm elections. There's a lot of mudslinging going on, if you haven't noticed. There is people bashing each other, dragging each other through the mud, just slinging nasty things, and we're all getting caught up in it. All right, There's, there's times where I'm watching people get so involved and, and tied up in it that... 
they they lose their compass. They lose their way in a sense of they get drug in or sucked into this. And so as believers in Christ, as followers in Christ, we should always know that we're separate people. We're only here on this earth for a short period of time. We're traveling through. But most of all, we need to know that our life, our existence belongs to Jesus and not of this world. This world, the devil already has, but Jesus, he has our soul. He has our life. He has our everything because heaven is once and finally going to be our home. Okay. So when we get into looking at this, right, as a spiritual gift of the living waters, And as Jesus is the living water himself, we need to know and look at this and understand that we can have all of this. All we have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, read the word, study the word, meditate, and walk as close to Jesus as I can. Now, with that being said, all right, here's an example. And and it would be great if I could show you the example, but I'm going to have to to just say it with words and paint the picture. But talk about the the water and the living water. If you would, picture a, a glass pitcher, all right? And you're filling it up with water. And that water is the the living water, the the spiritual water that Jesus is talking about. And you get it all the way up to the very tip top and you say, "Okay, that's enough. I'm good." And now you are full, right? But as you go through your daily walk in life, as you go through different things in different seasons in your life, that water may be getting used because you may pour some out on somebody who needs it here. You may give some to someone over there that may need it. And after a while, that level of water maybe gets down halfway and now you're half full. Okay, you're half full or half empty, however you want to look at it, but you are not as full as you was. So you get what I call spiritually run down. You start feeling down and out and you can't keep moving forward. So you start praying. Okay. You start praying that that Lord will just come by and just fill you up a little bit. And so the water starts flowing again and maybe you get a quarter of the way. So now you're three quarters full inside this glass pitcher and you say, okay, Lord, that's enough. That's enough. I'm good. I'm good. I can, I can live with this. And you're only moving three quarters full. Okay. And I know some of you are probably listening to this going, I have no idea what he's talking about. What I'm talking about is this, all right, is every time we go to the Lord, every time he starts pouring out on us, we stop him because we don't want it to overflow and maybe spill out. We stop him. Wait a minute. That's good. Just like we do with, uh, with our children when they're maybe pouring some Kool-Aid or something like that. We're like, okay, whoa, 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 that's enough. Don't don't go any further. You'll spill it. All right, don't make a mess. Well, here's the thing I'm here to tell you today. All right, Jesus has a lot more than what you as a pitcher can handle. Jesus has a lot more to give you. All we have to do is quit worrying about the mess and turn it over to him and let him just pour it on us. Because if believe if he pours it on us, there's plenty to go around and we can start sharing with others and start sharing more and more. And you know what? I believe that's what the Lord wants. He wants not only pitchers of living water, but he wants a river of living water flowing. And we can do that today 
if we will just get out of our own way. All right. If we just get out of our own way, as Jesus told the Samaritan woman. All right. And as Jesus told the disciples or I'm sorry, the worshipers inside the temple. All right. When he says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come and drink. He that believes in me, as the scripture says, from the innermost being will flow rivers of living water. All right. That's something to get get excited about today. To know that Jesus is living water. There is rivers of living water ready to be flowed. All we have to do is get out of our own way and quit telling the Lord that's enough. All right. Don't. Stop the Lord. Allow him to keep flowing into you. Allow him to keep pouring into you. Because the more he pours into you, the more that you can share with others. And as he told the Samaritan woman that if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. I'm a firm believer. If we would just share the living water and the, the testimonies and the witness to the lost and dying world, we could quench the thirst of a lot of people by showing them how to come to Jesus. We can't save them. Never once said we could save them. Never am I ever going to say we can save them. Only Jesus can save them. We are a vessel for the Lord. We are a mouthpiece for the Lord. We are out there sharing our testimony, witnessing, and telling the lost and dying world about Jesus. We're going out in the darkness and we're allowing our light to shine before others because that light is Jesus. Especially in today's time, especially in today's environment, in political environment, we need to stick together more than ever and let our light shine before men. Because we have people who are spiritually hungry and thirsty and are running around devouring up anything that they think will fill their stomachs and fill their spiritual hunger or thirst pains. But they continue to want more because nothing is satisfying them. But Jesus in the living water can today. All right. He can today. So we have that opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. We have that opportunity to share the gospel and share the good news of Jesus Christ in this world today, spread the gospel, tell the world about Jesus. I know it's easier said than done. Some people are able to talk in front of others and some are not, but you know what? One thing that we have that we've looked at and we've played with, but we never probably paid attention. We have social media. We ain't got to worry about the cancel culture. They're always going to come after us because they're going to come after believers. They're going to come after people and try to shut us down because the devil don't want the word of God spread. But you know what? If you have a Facebook page or you have an Instagram or you have Twitter, you have the you have a platform to be able to start sharing Jesus with the world because you'd be amazed for the people who are so worried about their followers and how many followers they can get. That's a great platform. I use it. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Jesus and a cup of Joe's on there, all right? Not only with my website, but I'm also on uh, other platforms, all right? I'm not a big proponent of of TikTok. I can't stand it. Um, I've tried to figure out how to use it. I just I just can't do it. But with, with Facebook, I have the Jesus and a cup of Joe Facebook page. I also have the Jesus and a cup of Joe prayer page where I have some fantastic, outstanding prayer warriors who are out there praying for any person that wants and desires prayers. 
So that's something I want to invite you to do. Go to Facebook, look up Jesus in a Cup of Joe, or look up the, the prayer page. And if you have an unspoken prayer, here's, here's a perfect opportunity to share it. And say, look, I just have an unspoken prayer because I'm telling you, I got some wonderful prayer warriors that are ready to jump on that and we'll start praying for you. Because you know what? That's what it's about. Loving our neighbors, right? Loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. Going out, showing kindness, showing love, spreading the good news and spreading the, the, the testimonies and the witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the ones that are in prayer, what does the Bible say? Where two or more are gathered, Jesus is in the middle. I'm a firm believer. If we can all get together and we can all pray and be one mind and one accord, think about what we could do. Think about what we can do as Christians out here praying for this world. We could make ways for Jesus to, to come and, and start changing people's lives. Once again, I'm not saying we're 100% we're the answer to everything. I'm saying we have been given all of the tools um, in the world to do and to share Jesus. All we have to do is obey and follow. Okay. So I know this is a short one. I'm about to get out of here. Um, but like I said, I want to invite you guys to go to Jesus and a cup of Joe.com. That's my website. That's where the uh, podcast sits. You can also find us on any of your podcast media outlets. We're on each and every one of them that I think I could get us on. Um, and we have a merchandise page where I've just did some updates on the merchandise, uh, especially as the cold weather rolls in. So if you're in the market for a long sleeve shirt or a, a hoodie or a jacket or a hat, please, by all means, go over there and take a look. Um, I will tell you. All the monies that is made off of the podcast, that's made off of the merchandise or donations, not only go back to keep this ministry up and running, but it goes to to help the local communities. Because I'm telling you, food banks are still being overrun because of the uh, economic times that we're in. The economy has caused food, food banks to start running empty because of the amount of people that are seeking aid. And so... Even if you don't feel like you want to donate to Jesus in a cup of Joe, and that's okay too, just do me a favor. Please go out and support your local food banks because there are men, women, and children that are hungry, that are in need. And these are people, honestly, probably in your neighborhood, in your community that you would never expect. But hard times falls on each and every one of us. So it's our job to lift each and every one of us up and keep us moving in the right direction. Okay? So like I said, subscribe, follow, and share. Um, I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for spending time with me and listening to me and, and really for supporting this podcast and this ministry. Um, we're nearly at 10,000 downloads. To some people, that's not a lot, but let me tell you something. I have to give God all the praise and glory because it is Him, not me, that's kept Jesus and a cup of Joe going nearly 10,000 downloads, six different countries being listened to around the world on an internet radio station and more and more doors are starting to open for us. And we're excited about that. All right. So once again, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for supporting us. And just remember you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless.